Welcome to episode 95 of You, Me, and Words. Listen, the light we carry is the name of Michelle Obama's newest book. I must confess I haven't bought the book yet, which means I haven't read it yet, but I attended Michelle's The Light We Carry book tour, which took place here in Los Angeles last night, Tuesday, December 13th. When I woke up this morning, I was full of observations and impressions, and I knew that I wanted to share them all with you in this podcast episode, even though the general theme of this week's podcast has been music, music that moves us, music that gives us goosebumps. But guess what? Speeches move us too. Powerful events give us goosebumps too. Last night's event was both those things. For me, it was moving and it certainly gave me goosebumps several times. Michelle Obama is a woman that I admire and respect deeply. Not because she spent eight years of her life living in one of the most prestigious houses one can live in, the White House. Not because of the fact that she is the wife of the former U.S. President Barack Obama, but because of who she is as a person and for what she stands for. By the way, prestigious means important, significant. For example, Harvard is a prestigious school. Yale is a prestigious school. The White House is a prestigious place. I have to tell you that ever since I heard about Michelle Obama, I have always liked her from a distance. Not knowing much about her, she always seemed like a kind, warm and friendly person. It was after I read her book called Becoming that I gained a tremendous amount of respect for her. By the way, if you haven't read that book yet, please do so. It's a wonderful and powerful book and you can basically listen to it on audio if you don't want to read the book. But why is Becoming so powerful? And what about that book made me gain such a tremendous amount of respect and admiration for Michelle? Well, let me hold that thought just for one second and we'll be right back with more about Michelle Obama. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I gained a tremendous amount of respect and admiration for Michelle after reading her book, Becoming, because it was a truly and unexpectedly raw book. In other words, the stories that she shares in the book are real and uncensored. And, and that's what we mean when we say, oh, this book is really raw, like it's real and it's not censored. Many of the stories are not stories that you would expect the wife of a president to be sharing with the world. She talks about going through struggles in her marriage, her struggles with having kids, the struggle of finding herself as a woman in a marriage with two kids. She even talks about the dark side of politics. These are only a few of the topics that she covers in her book. But for many of us, while reading her book, the reaction may have been, wow, Michelle Obama went through this? What? Michelle Obama thought about this? No way. Michelle Obama said this? For me, as I was reading her book, I was highlighting so many parts of it because I felt like she was speaking to me. And that felt weird at first, honestly, because I think that as human beings, we often hold famous people in a position where somehow their lives are perfect and in comparison, our own lives suck. But see, while reading Becoming, I felt the complete opposite of that. I felt that even famous and powerful people have regular people problems. So in that sense, as a reader, I felt closer to Michelle and I admire her deeply for being willing to even open up about some of these deeply personal stories. After that, I watched her documentary, also called Becoming, on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, please do so. It's an excellent documentary. The book and the documentary made me a fan of Michelle's. So, a few months ago, when I saw on her Instagram that she would be visiting Los Angeles through her The Light We Carry book tour, I immediately had to be a part of it. I asked one of my best friends if she would like to join me. She gladly said yes, and our tickets were booked. Our tickets were booked for Tuesday, December 13th. I can't tell you how much genuine excitement I felt last night as my best friend and I were entering the building where the event was held. The building was packed with people, mostly women, well over 5,000 people, that's for sure. Everyone that I saw was wearing their best clothes. Everyone was well-dressed. Everyone looked so energized and excited. It's almost as if we were all getting ready to meet a dear friend. Yes, that's how Michelle Obama makes you feel. She makes you feel like you are a friend of hers. She makes you feel like she is speaking to to you directly. The event was set up in such a way that there were two comfortable chairs placed on the stage where Michelle would later sit together 
with Oprah Winfrey. So the whole event was set up sort of as an interview conversation between two friends. Oprah Winfrey, by the way, another very accomplished woman. What does it mean to be accomplished? It means to be skillful, talented, gifted. Before they came on stage, there was a DJ playing very motivating and uplifting music. The vibe of the crowd was super positive. As the DJ was playing the music, they were also showing different pictures, different images of Michelle and different quotes as well. I actually took a picture of one quote which said, we have to be able to envision what's possible. Let me repeat that one more time. We have to be able to envision what's possible. What does that mean? We have to be able to see what's possible. All of us in a very individual way have to be able to see, to envision what's possible for our lives. Yes, this quote is a quote of Michelle's words these words gave me goosebumps. Why? Because it's a hundred percent true. We have to be able to envision what's possible. It also gave me goosebumps because I started thinking about all these people around the world who have zero support from anyone. People who are surrounded by negativity and constant criticism. How the heck do you manage to envision what's possible if you are someone who is drowning in negativity? If you are someone who is surrounded by people who are doing everything to bring you down, it's tough to stay positive in those types of situations, but it's worth being reminded of it. That's for sure. And throughout the night, she kept reminding all of us that no matter how dark something may be, you have to remind yourself of the light in this world. You have to remind yourself of the light within yourself. Oh, and by the way, she also shared with us that she struggles with depression. Oh my gosh. Doesn't the word depression sound so much less horrible now that you know that even Michelle Obama struggles with it at times? It sure does for me. Another thing that gave me goosebumps were all these moms, Latina and black moms in particular, who had brought their 9, 10, 11-year-old daughters to the event. Yes, they seemed so proud just being able to be there with their daughters, to share that special moment with them. But what struck me as very powerful was their deep admiration for what Michelle Obama has become as a woman. To them, just like to me, Michelle is not just the former first lady of the United States. Oh, no, she's not just the wife of the former president. She is a very accomplished person in her own right. She was raised on the south side of Chicago. Not the best area to be raised in, by the way. However, 
She is a graduate of Princeton University and Harvard Law School. Both Princeton and Harvard are very prestigious schools. She's not just someone's wife. She is her own very intelligent and very educated person. I admire that in her. Yes, I do. I think that many, many women out there admire that about her. It's the way Michelle carries herself. It's the fact that she understands that all of us are capable of contributing to this world. And at the same time, she recognizes that it's not easy work. She reminds us that we have to stay persistent, motivated, and understand that we are not going to succeed after our very first try. She reminds us that who you are as a person and how you decide to treat other people is what really makes you, you. It's your ability to keep on going even when things don't go as planned. It's your ability to stay committed and determined to your goals and dreams that really make a difference in your life eventually. So yes, this event was amazing and unforgettable. I am going to end today's episode by sharing a few general ideas by Michelle Obama, not from the event, by the way. Try your best to practice your listening and understanding skills here as you listen to the clip, your English listening and understanding skills, of course. Also, don't forget to review this week's podcast episodes, study the words, practice your listening skills and pronunciation. Most importantly, don't give up on your English learning journey. So far, you're doing great. Keep up the good work. I'll talk to you on Monday again. Who are you going to be? And if you'll notice, I'm not asking what are you going to do, but who are you going to be? I'm asking you about how you plan to live your life every day. How are you going to respond when you don't get that job you had your heart set on? For all of you who are going to be teachers, what are you going to do if the students in your class next year just don't respond to your lessons? For all of you going into business, how will you react when your boss gives you a goal that feels way too high? See, these are the moments that define us. Not the day you get the promotion, not the day you win Teacher of the Year, but the times that force you to claw and scratch and fight just to get through the day. The moments when you get knocked down and you're wondering whether it's even worth it to get back up. See, those are the times when you've got to ask yourself, who am I going to be? And I want to be clear, this isn't just some vague platitude about building character. In recent years, we've actually been seeing a growing body of research that shows that skills like resilience and conscientiousness can be just as important to your success as your test scores or even your IQ. For instance, West Point cadets who scored high on things like grit and determination were more likely to complete basic training than those who ranked high on things like class rank, SAT scores, and physical fitness. So what we're seeing is that if you're willing to dig deep, if you're willing to pick yourself up when you fall, if you're willing to work and work until your weaknesses become your strengths, 
Then you'll develop a set of skills that you can mold and apply to any situation you encounter, any job you might have, any crisis you might confront. But you've got to make that choice. And let me just share just a little secret before I end. As someone who has hired and managed hundreds of young people over the course of my career, whether it was during my time as a lawyer, as an administrator, as a university, a nonprofit manager, even now as first lady, I have never once asked someone I was interviewing to explain a test score or a grade in a class. Never. I have never once made a hire just because someone went to an Ivy League school instead of a state school, never. What I have looked for is what kind of person you are. Are you a hard worker? Are you reliable? Are you open to other viewpoints? Have you stepped outside of your own self-interest to serve others? Have you found a way to serve our country, whether in uniform or in your community? Again and again, I have seen that those are the qualities that I want on my team, because those are the qualities that move our businesses and schools and our entire country forward. And, and, and just understand this. Those are the qualities that you all already embody. They're the values you learned from your parents, from the communities you grew up in. And today, more than ever before, that's what the world needs.